0: Hi, I'm Teresa, owner of T3Fit, and you're listening to the T3Fit podcast, where scoliosis warriors and professionals come together. Here we talk about our scoliosis journeys and the emotional components it takes on from being a parent to being diagnosed with scoliosis and sometimes leading to surgery. It's a place where professionals share their expertise of treatments from physical therapy to surgery and so much more. So let's get started.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the T3 Fit Scoliosis Podcast. On today's episode, we have Agnes, also known as on Instagram, chronic pain health coach. She is here today to talk to us about her journey with scoliosis, about living pain-free with scoliosis and arthritis, also about integrative nutrition. And she's going to say this word because I just said it incorrectly and I'm going to let her say it. It's breathing and, re- and retraining your breath using... Buteyko. We'll there you go. It sounds, I hear potato, but I know that's not the word. <laughs> so it's what she said. Agnes, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much. And I love the potato reference. I really (laughs) do. (laughs) You are most welcome. Tell us how you got on the journey with scoliosis and all of it, everything that you do. Awesome. So,
2: you know, I was this one girl in a very small town back in Poland in the 90s who in a gym class when they, you know, back then they used to actually check you for scoliosis. It was part of regular, I guess, gym check in medical routine um and you know i knew nothing about scoliosis but within that year being diagnosed at 15 um at 16 i had my surgery for spinal fusion with Harrison okay. Rhodes. at that time in poland that was the very popular surgery when was um, that what year do you remember it would have yes give me a second 93 okay So I know in the States at that time, when I looked back, when I was already here in Canada, when I look back, I think that's the year when they didn't do the Harrington roads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In Poland, they still did. They actually specialized. So we had, uh, when I had my surgery, I had a doctor out of States come in and being taught okay. on how to perform the surgery okay um, i was one of those kids that were very interested and actually convinced that top orthopedic surgeon in the in the specialty hospital to let me see the surgery live <laughs>
1: wow
2: yes i did see this before i had my own i convinced Mm -hmm. him i'm gonna still go ahead with the surgery i was curious i wanted to see how that works what they're Mm going to be doing with my Mm -hmm. body so i was always very analytical very inquisitive okay little person who wanted to understand in and out and okay how those things work together Mm -hmm. Um, yeah so you know within a year i was diagnosed i didn't have a big big curve looking at the standards i was 48 i was 48 degrees in my top it was reduced to 28 so 20 degrees reduction
1: okay only that was that was post your curve reduced after the surgery okay so after the surgery it's 28 degrees right now it was 48 going
2: into the surgery when Mm -hmm. i was 16 okay Were,
1: were you living with pain at all or did you notice i it? had no pain no okay. i had no pain before
2: the surgery my life before okay. scoliosis before that surgery let me put it this way i knew i have a scoliosis because i was mm-hmm. told i have it okay other than that i my life i don't
1: back okay I was
2: not really impacted like okay. that didn't even you know what i mean like i yeah. did the things i wanted to do and for the majority of my adult life i want to say i it was not i was not impacted i knew i have scoliosis like Mm-hmm. Who had mm-hmm. a back surgery okay. it wasn't until my second child that she was a bigger baby over okay. eight pounds on a very tiny body mm-hmm. that I started experiencing pain and after having pain her you know I think it's just coincidence and I'll add to that story later okay I started experiencing the pain uh, you know I had four car accidents in my lifetime post my okay. surgery too okay I had one more baby that you know in my late 30s. Okay.
1: Um
2: that added to the back issues. Okay. Um I was wearing heels every day as I commuted to my corporate job. Okay.
1: That Ran feels fabulous.
2: <laughs> I know. It looks amazing let me put it this
1: way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It it adds to the confidence for sure going into those corporate meetings it doesn't help with the back pain
1: yes yeah
2: um so you know for majority of my life i want to say up to the point where i ended up in bed in that chronic debilitating pain where i you know going to the bathroom from living room sofa was really difficult Mm -hmm. i up to that point i did nothing to support my scoliosis or support my body
1: okay wow
2: yes so When I ended up in that bed, you know, obviously tried everything in the medical field Mm -hmm. that I was able to get prescribed. I was told that, you know, cortisone shots won't probably won't work. And I I wasn't a candidate because of my fusion. Okay. Um, And the only, you know, when I was referred to the orthopedic surgeon, the viable option i was told if the pain continues and you cannot handle the pain and nothing works it's a full spinal fusion from neck to the pelvis which i said no way i want to do
1: this there was there was
2: no uh shrug
1: in poland at that time
2: so 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 this all of this happened in canada i came to canada two years after my
1: surgery got it okay and
2: Yes. So, you know, it was a combination of where I lived with my mom who didn't have benefits to where okay. I was after my first child, I actually ended up working for the government. I had benefits, but I never looked into dealing, like okay, never looked into support. I did go from physio to physio and, you know, mm-hmm. here locally around in, in the town I live and it's a big mm-hmm. town it's closest to the biggest metropolitan, you know, in the province okay. I live, okay. but that nobody really knew about scoliosis. Everybody will tell you it's SI joint, not stable. Like, let's do this. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's put the belt and see how you walk. Let's like everybody, Every, will come everything, up with
1: everything, but, everything, but everything,
2: but, and, and, you know, at that point I started questioning and asking questions, like I have a scoliosis. Would that not impact like how my glutes are engaged, how I'm walking. If you're telling me there's issues with my glutes, I yeah. would think, you know what I mean? But yeah. there wasn't anybody. So when I ended up in that bed, I actually started emailing all the people in Canada that on their mm-hmm. website they would have listed scoliosis. They specialize in scoliosis. Um, and, you know, I was kind of like hoping somebody will okay. respond and I got a therapist who worked with me for four years but at okay. that point uh you know my chronic pain I was so far into my journey that all the guidance I was receiving it was kind of like counterproductive because okay. anytime I went to those sessions mm-hmm. um you know when I heard of oh, you're not putting your foot correctly when you're walking or your hip is jacking up when you're walking. You're just so oversensitive that when I went practice my walk, I would be literally be scared of putting my foot down in front of me. Right. Okay. So that's, you know, then that fear of the movement further drives that chronic pain. Yeah. That's how I ended up in the pain reprocessing. Okay. And looking at the chronic pain. Um, but part of my journey that i do want to speak to that you know to me at that time was something that i just i wasn't aware is you know when that therapist assessed me i had like I had no glutes i had no core mm-hmm. they were even firing so i actually had to relearn how to you know use the muscles which muscles yeah. should we be using when we walking so mm-hmm. that part, you know, I got that education from that therapist and it okay. was amazing. It's just, you know, when we get so far in that chronic pain journey when our brain starts adding to the story and it's by default goes into more negative versus yeah.
1: looking at right? It's an easy spiral.
2: Yes, it is. And yeah. then it's it's hard to get out of it because yeah. you're starting questioning you know am i sitting correctly on this chair did i sit for a minute too long you know there was a time where i had a timer set up for how long i can sit so every Mm -hmm. 10 minutes i would stand up which it's great you know when you're looking at that progression for somebody to progress it's amazing but if you're dealing with a mind that's already you know sensitive um it's yep. gonna anticipate, and it's like
1: you can only sit the ten minutes, no longer, because yeah. your brain will start. Your brain will start, and you will also, like you yeah. said, you will anticipate the problem that's gonna come, even though it's yes. not already there. Yes, totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's um. Yeah, we we've all been there at some point, right? Even even yeah. with not with scoliosis, but it's uh, it's just yeah. it, it just takes such a small flip of a switch yeah. To, to reprogram ourselves if you will mm-hmm. it's yeah. like learning learning you know it, with clients I've had talking about food you know mm-hmm. how do we learn how to walk we sit up mm-hmm. then we crawl then we walk mm-hmm. then we skip then we jog then we run mm-hmm. and it's the same thing it's, tell me about living pain-free with scoliosis and arthritis what is that about I love
2: it so that really you know it's it's part definitely part of my journey and you know when I was dealing with chronic pain just like many of my clients they think the goal is really to get out of the pain and not feel pain and that is the goal but Mm -hmm. really the life you know the pain-free life I love to describe as As a rose or as a flower, as a tulip, every day we're like opening up and we're blooming. And really, Mm -hmm. you know, once you don't have that chronic pain, once you don't have that messaging going through your head, there's really no limits. Like, I, you know, and like right now, I have a life that is truly supportive of my body. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I this year, for example, I just went back to skating. I haven't done skating for 13 years. Okay. I should have gone back sooner. It's just never occurred to me that, you know, okay. there's something that I enjoy. Should I be incorporating back into my life? Mm-hmm. And this year, uh, my daughter needed to size up her skates. And I told my husband, pick up size seven for me. You know, I got rid of, I donated my skates 12 years ago when I was dealing with chronic pain, not ever thinking I will ever want to go back and enjoy skating. Yeah, yeah. Never crossed my mind. And this winter, because we were getting it for her, I just woke up, I'm like, no, I'm going back to skating. I'm like, there's no way anybody can stop me. And, you know, this journey, as much as it's amazing, a lot of it is too teaching your family and educating them as well. The first thought Mm -hmm. that, you know, as soon as my daughter heard, she came and she told me, mommy, but you know what? I'm afraid you're going to fall down. I'm afraid you're going to have the pain back. And I said, no, I'm like, I'm not going to have the pain back. Like, nothing's going to happen. I'm going to be yeah. okay. And if I fall down, that's part of my relearning how to skate. Because I didn't know if I'm going to, rem- if I'm, if I even remember yeah. how to skate, yeah. right?
1: But that's, that's you changing the language.
2: Yes. And like the the part that was really interesting to me is because I paddleboard and I've been paddleboarding for like a few years now with my mm-hmm. family. They okay. were not afraid for me to learn how to paddleboard. <laughs> and I've never done it before but all okay of the su- they all know I skate I taught my mm-hmm. kids how to skate when they were little but all of the sudden that's you know what I mean
1: they're like mommy don't we're you yes. we don't want you to get hurt <laughs> and, and, and that, that was surfing. actually a
2: skill yes and paddle boarding was like I actually had to learn like there's like mm-hmm. you need to have like core muscle yeah to me I've skating is kind of like because I've done it before you yeah. know what I mean? I'm like totally comfortable to go and do it. But puddle boarding was to me. I'm like, how do you stand on it? So you how don't How do you fall stand in?
1: and not fall? <laughs> right? And if you fall, you know what? It's no big deal because you're falling yeah. in the water. But you're like, well, well I don't. <laughs> but you yeah. don't want to fall
2: in versus like somehow. I don't know if it's me falling on ice. I, I'm like totally get it. You know, I had herinated this that I was pressing on the nerve. Okay. Um after the car accident I still have it it's not like it disappeared on the you know it still shows up on my x-ray it's just I don't have that pain I don't associate that with pain for me Mm -hmm. it's a blank slate now right the last two car accidents I had were like in my 30s 40s Mm -hmm. Um, the one the third one we had I was with my husband and with my kids and you know after doing that was after I recovered from that initial one week when I said I was in debilitating pain. Mm-hmm. I recovered, and then year after, I was in a car accident on a highway. Okay. And the first thing that happened is, you know, me and my husband heard this through physio, like the worst thing that could happen to you with your scoliosis, with your fusion, is to be in a car accident. Like we've heard that so many yeah. times. Yeah. So when we were, you know, as that accident happened with my kids, my husband literally, you know, he panicked. He's like, do we need an ambulance for you? Like, what's, yeah. you know what I mean? Everybody in that, my daughter was, you know, under she, the middle one. She was with us. She's older. She understands. Everybody panicked. So within two weeks, I ended up with the chronic pain. And that took me longer than that initial recovery to get over with a lot longer you know I had expectations that I've done it before Mm -hmm. I want that journey to be shorter that pressure didn't help at that time but my fourth car accident with my husband again with my husband again people love hitting me from the back that was really I considered that one a message about the work because as it happened I said this will not impact me in any Mm -hmm. way Mm-hmm. I will not go through the healing journey like no way like literally my thinking was no way I'm going through this again mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. done I'm yeah. fine nothing happened I'm safe
1: mm-hmm. Some,
2: somebody just literally just touched our card that's yeah. all it was uh-huh. uh, and you know just talking about the power of mindset and power of our brain like our brain brain is so amazing that way you know once you decide it will figure it out a way to kind of go with that decision right so my decision was i'm gonna be okay
1: yeah it's a choice
2: it is it is it's 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 hard to see it when you're dealing with that chronic pain because you feel it through your body yeah but once you have that ability and that power to kind of recognize you have that choice once you make it it is so powerful
1: it's um but you you change the language quickly and early on which is yeah
2: you know i love to talk about it as like as a cpr because i really traded like literally as a cpr so there were two components to that cpr that you know working through that brain neural pathways because at that Mm -hmm. time i already went through it twice i was already certified to helping people so i knew that you know i knew that my old pain, neural pathways are still active. And if I don't get hold of it very quickly, they will reactivate it because it's just normal. That's what our brain will do. So I knew I have to focus on my, you know, on the neural pathways I wanted to get activated. And the second thing I just, you know, sometimes things like this happen and we want, I don't want to say we want to forget them, but in a way not to make them, mean something we just go about our lives as nothing happened and -hmm. sometimes we just need time to process we need a bit of kindness for ourselves and compassion it happened let the emotion process the emotion take that time to process see what else you may need so like for me at that time after all it was a car accident Mm-hmm. So I'm like, anytime when something happens with the body, we have, you know, our inflammation, we have that inflammatory response. Right. So, you know, what's needed? And you'll know that from like the nutrition side. Yeah. What can you do
1: to kind of, you know, get that inflammation under control as well? Yeah. I want to, I want to touch on something that you just talked about the neural pathways. Mm-hmm. How did you change them for you? Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: so, you know, I, kind of so going back to that first journey i still do it it's really recognizing when i'm in that spiral right Mm -hmm. and knowing what i actually want so when i'm in that spiral is it true is it really happening the way i Mm -hmm. see it Mm -hmm. you know what role do i play Mm -hmm. um you know when i couldn't walk the exercise that really helped me a lot was just visualizing myself because literally i couldn't get out of the house and walk 10 steps to the mailbox I was okay. that bad so I started just with visualizing and seeing myself walking to the mailbox and coming mm-hmm. back and then taking those you know slow steps gradual with time mm-hmm. okay um, so I really apply you know this thinking of if you body if you can visualize it and if you can feel it in a body in a, with a positive emotion Mm-hmm. your body will actually feel it just like you've been doing that activity. So I did a lot of this work with also like nerve and activation of the okay. nerve with like from physiotherapy. Like I've looked at a lot of research. Um, I did gradual exposure. I did a lot of somatic too. So like a lot of, you know, sending messages of safety to myself. Okay. I, I, you know, I have a personal, so I, I worked in a corporate world. So very much in that masculine, go, 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 do, do, mm-hmm. do the things you need to do. Busy mm-hmm. with kids, busy with, with, you know, with work, always having to do lists that I felt like I have to get those 10 things done. Okay. So learning really, you know, how my personality plays in
1: to the chronic pain as well. Okay. And then you, and you took those, I'm going to call them habits. Mm-hmm you took yes. these things and you just made them habits so that it just uh, evolved exactly. into your new normalcy exactly exactly
2: okay. so you know for, so you know i had to learn that for example if the 5 habit worked for me it was okay for me to sometimes apply 5 sometimes only do 2 because okay. i have put so much pressure on myself through that healing journey yeah. trying to get all 5 every day Mm -hmm. right that that was kind of kind of counterintuitive it was feeding into that pain
1: okay and and share with us so dealing with this pain and you talked about inflammation uh Mm -hmm. something else that you also do is integrated nutrition right so Mm -hmm. the inflammation with 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 pain and nutrition how does that all tie in yeah and how do you learn to alleviate that
2: Mm -hmm. so actually the nutrition was my first gateway into like dealing with chronic pain before i got into the pain reprocessing but both pieces and even the breathing piece the way i looked at it is you know there's um we all have inflammation in our body and when it's balanced that's what we really want to go for anytime it's above we want to lower um so from the whether it's a nutrition the pain reprocessing whether it's a lifestyle so looking at your you know sleeping and overall what you do with a new day and with a new life or breathing I always look at you know the small things we can do to actually elevate and have that inflammation balance um okay. for our life
1: um yeah does it so just pertaining to integrated nutrition, are there certain foods that you, that yeah. like might be inflammatory for you, okay. but not for somebody yeah. else? Yes. Great
2: question. So, you know, um, I, when I started, I actually love implementing them. It's actually autoimmune protocol. I, I look at it as an inflammatory protocol because you can change those two words. And, um, there are certain foods that, you know, even in those groups, I have clients, for example, so I can bring a couple of examples recently. Okay. Uh, I have a lady, one of my clients that as we work through it, she actually noticed that anytime she eats Brussels sprouts, which is amazing food. I love Brussels sprouts <laughs> for detox properties. Yeah. But for her, that meant she was getting left ear inflammation to the extent she couldn't hear through that.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
2: I had another client who loves oats. Actually, a few clients. It seems okay. everybody loves oats, and oats are my favorite. And I had to cut out from my diet. I okay. we can chat about that later. But she know you know, one of them had a leg pain, like leg inflammation, one mm-hmm. of them neck inflammation. Um, so you know, when I work with anybody on the nutritional side, what we mm-hmm. do is we you know, I have a list of foods that are really safe and we eliminate some certain mm-hmm. foods. Mm-hmm. We bring them over time. And really the way I love looking at it is we're not eliminating for life from your diet. We are eliminating yeah. for just chunk of time, just to, you know, just so that we can hear your body speak to you. If okay. you can hear that body speak that. to you, it will translate oh. into all the other areas of your life. Yeah. Because like our body, you know, it, it it truthfully speaks to us all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just, we are so busy. We're in our heads yeah. that often we, it gets to the points when it's yelling at us, when we feel yeah. that chronic pain, that we have to go lie down. And, you know, at that yeah. stage, we try to figure out what to do. But if we can pick up those small
1: whispers, then it's just That's better huge. for us. That's it huge. Is, it is. Yeah. I mean, I, so again, like, it's. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So again,
2: it's not to truthfully, you know, eliminate it for life. It's just mm-hmm. to get that data to understand how your body speaks to you. And I find if we have a lot of foods and we don't even pay attention to what we eat, how we eat, mm-hmm. we'll just, we're, we're just so into our head that we're not paying attention to anything below.
1: Yeah. The That's, neck. yeah. I mean, it, it's so just taking that in it's like you're just it's breaking it's eliminating and then rebuilding totally so the one piece i want to add to it because like i get
2: this question a lot how that mm-hmm. you know the nutrition relates to the pain we reprocessing yeah. and you know those why i love merging those two is you know the better we eat like if we look at you know our basic needs as human nutrition mm-hmm. like you know feeding our body mm-hmm. really well it's one of our basic needs And when we look at the, you know, chronic pain, you know, what, what are we trying to achieve? We want to bring safety in our life, want our body and our brain to feel safe. Mm -hmm. So the better, you know, the better we feed our body, the better, you know, that's just, it it helps with the neuro processing. The other piece is depending where the person's at. A lot of people are already like really well educated about the sugars role, but some people still allow the sugar in the life because it can sneak into so many ways that we just, mm. there's yeah. so many labels, like I have a list of like three different ways sugar can be named. And if you, unless you go to the store and you only look for, you know, for things with five ingredients or less. Yeah. And you know what they are and you can say them, you can read them, you understand them, most likely there's sugar. But, you know, when we look at sugar's role and what sugar impacts, it actually impacts the same part of the brain that we are trying to work through when we do the uh, reprocessing of the neural pathways. So to me, that's like one of the areas that I always look for because, you know, it's, it's a tough habit to break, not to have sugar, but the cleaner we have, you know what I mean? yeah the more so no the less noise we have, the easier it is to reprocess things.
1: so does the sugar is the sugar like the devil? like is it like, hey, I'm here and I'm not going anywhere and you can't you can't let me go. Is it kind of that so, kind of you know, i I don't like when we because for somebody with chronic pain,
2: they will just grasp on that
1: use different so language
2: stay away, yeah, yeah, i st- I always try to stay away from the pro- you know, from something that sounds a little bit extreme, because I know for chronic pain people, they will right away jump on it, start researching, trying to think that's the cure. And it's never, you know, it's never one thing that, and we chatted before we have on, it's never just one thing. It's like a piece of, piece of the puzzle we have okay. to put all the puzzles together to see what actually works for you because okay. we are just so unique but sugar definitely plays so when i talk about sugar it's to- it's a processed sugar it's not Excuse you know, me there's some safe sugars that we can but it's mm-hmm. really the you know the white sugar the okay. sugar in the processed foods that we get in the cookies or the even healthy snacks that we buy mm-hmm. because they may seem healthy
1: but there's so a we, lot
2: of stuff that goes into that. There's them. a lot of stuff in it. Yes, listen, I, I I cut out all the processed foods January 1st and we, had, we, we really didn't have as a family. The only thing we truthfully had to cut it out it's those healthy snacks for my youngest one that okay. she loved for school. Uh, and we bake everything from scratch. My kids are on board. You know, we look at three recipes. We make healthy chocolate at home with maple syrup so yeah. sweet because it has maple syrup is just a better and co- you know it has coconut
1: oil yeah and um, it's also I you know to, yeah no I was yeah, just go gonna ahead. say like learning teaching yourselves and your family to cook is huge yes it actually can be quite simple so like
2: you know when I was on my it took me a long time to get where I am right but I still um look for simplest ways yeah to make the meals because i'm just so busy i love and you know anytime i advise my clients or support them through that nutrition piece we always look at you know pot, slow cooker at things you can use in the home you don't have to stay you know stay over and cook over the oven and when it comes to sweets looking at two three ingredients something that you know takes five to ten minutes yeah and it's so delicious when you really compare to going to the store, standing in the lineup, even if you go through the self-checkout. Yeah. Um, I love Costco one-day delivery, the same-day delivery. But even for that, I'm still waiting two hours for them to deliver yeah. versus, yeah. you know, the homemade um, chocolate takes five minutes.
1: There's a recipe, it's dates. You slice them open, put peanut butter in them. yes, And then melt dark chocolate dip them in and then refrigerate them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my mm-hmm. kind of jam, but it's like, it, yeah, it, yeah. my rule is food doesn't have to be complicated. It just has to taste good. Um, tell me quickly, we've touched on so many points here today. Um, is there something else that you would like to share with the audience that we haven't targeted yet? Mm,
2: yes hormones for women hormones and how they relate relate to the chronic pain and the connection even with breathing which we don't always think about it
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um so you know um it's really going back to basics just the way we chatted about nutrition you know if you are breathing through your mouth or you notice you're breathing through the mouth just switch to you know gentle nose breathing and there's Mm Um very gentle exercises. I can even send you like the link if you wanna okay. put it uh, in the Yeah, show notes. I'll share it, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, and this is really important because, you know, when it comes to the core engagement, right? Um, if you know, and monthly cycles. It actually mm-hmm. took me years to figure that out because I couldn't find any studies. I'm sure you know how hard it is to find women's studies anywhere on anything. Yeah. It wasn't until I went through the Buteyko certification when I opened the book to study and that they actually had a section around about women hormones and breeding. So when we go through the monthly cycle around the day 20 in our cycle, Mm -hmm. that's when the progesterone spikes up a little bit. And that's Mm -hmm. where our core might be a little bit less engaged. So just understanding that, you know, knowing where you are within the monthly cycle if you know if you experiencing chronic pain or even if you find your core isn't as engaged just doing simple breathing time you know engage your tummy as you take the breathe Mm -hmm. in as you breathe out Um, you know i always recommend to my clients to do that in the morning and afternoon couple okay. of times it doesn't have to have to be overly complicated but just being aware of
1: you know how we breeding okay i That's, find that I, it's a key this is this is so much information and it's so resourceful and so no pun intended but it's so rich it's just so rich um and i hope that everybody Maybe listens to this more than once because it's a lot for a lot of resources, a Mm -hmm. lot of valuable information on how we can give ourselves more uh, nutrition, not just through food, but through our mind as well Mm -hmm. and through through our hearts Mm -hmm. and our souls and, you know, dealing with scoliosis and spinal fusions and what comes along with that and how we can change the language to better ourselves with that you've given us today. Um, If anybody would like to reach Agnes on Instagram, her name is chronic pain health coach. Agnes, I would like to thank you very much for being a guest on the T3 fit scoliosis podcast. Once again, you have uh, filled our lives in this episode with just more richness of how we can make ourselves better, not just emotionally, but through food as well. So I'd like to thank you again for being a guest on The show.
0: Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. If you like this episode, chances are there's someone else out there who needs to hear it too. So it would be a huge favor to me if you'd go ahead and give us a five-star review. It helps me get the message out to more people. And if you need help moving in pain, then download my five free tips and I'll catch you on the next episode.